You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Season 3, baby, right here. First of all, thanks to uh, to Ash in the Container Yard for hosting us again. Shout out to Ash in the Container Yard. Yeah, we're uh, maybe developing some new uh, projects with them. Um, they've been very, very supportive of the arts and graffiti culture here in L.A. And, uh, I mean, if you knew everything these guys have been through trying to support the arts, um, much, much respect and appreciation to these guys. Um, but, dude, today we have with us Truth. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Can, can, we, can we hear you? I definitely can't hear you. There you go. Try that again. No, what's the... Oh, there we go. Major party foul. Didn't turn on the mic. There you go. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for having me. Okay. Now we can hear you pretty, <laughs> now we can hear you pretty clearly, right? Can you hear me? That's nice. That sounds good. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Sorry about that. So um, thanks for coming out into the container yard. Thank you so much for having me. Have you been me. here before? Yes, I have. Okay. It's like... Uh, Right in the art district. I think we talked about it last time a little bit, but well, you know, it's nice to have like a center place where everybody can gather too. You know what I mean? And then like as a Montana shop here, right? Yeah. Um, I'm working on getting set up to do a podcast in there. You know. Yeah, yeah, That'd be yeah. Kind of cool. Maybe have people walking in and out. You know, get a little disturbance going. You know, real <laughs> raw stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would definitely. We should definitely host like a meetup here or something like that. We like, totally should. Every yeah. time I come here, I'm so overwhelmed, and I'm like, I'm not worthy to even be walking around here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. So There's much cool shit. Amazing artwork around the <laughs> container yard here. Some of the best in LA, as well as some of the best artists in the world, have done pieces all over this place. So it's well, like a museum. Just coming and visiting this place is like going to a museum. So. Well, we should do. I remember uh, Meg and Arsenic wanted to do an event. We should do a co-event with Container Yard, Arsenic, and then Paint the Town Podcast, LA Street Gallery. I think we can get a lot of people going, man. I, like I think it. you could. That'd be yeah, really fun. definitely. But anyways, today we, you know, let's catch up over the New Year too, because we all kind of like. We've met before, you know what I mean? And I kind of just want to say, what did you guys do over New Year's, man? Ladies first. Yeah. Oh, um, I stressed a lot. Oh, well, stress. <laughs> that's, a, that's a common thing. That's a common thing to do. Was there anything um, in particular you no, were stressing? Just normal stuff. Uh, well, I'm like right in the middle of pre-production for my short film. Mm, I heard about this, yeah, actually. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. It's based off of one of my street pieces. And I uh, went home to Texas to visit my family. And my mother's parents were there. So I hung out with them. Ate a lot, drank a bit. What part of Texas are you Baked from? Pie. What? What part of Texas are you from? Harlingen. Harlingen, that's like. Where is that near? <laughs> the very bottom of Texas. It like Corpus Christi. Two hours south, there is oh life past gosh. Corpus Christi. Yeah, there's another beach down there called South Padre Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, I've heard of South Padre. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So so this is like really close. The hurricane. To I mean, it, it, what's they kind of came in? When was that? What was the last hurricane that came through there? That was hit Houston though, right? Um, to be honest, I don't know because my parents don't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to protect you from I'm a things. grown-ass adult. Can I you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell that for me again? I just want to look it up. Harlingen? Yeah. H-A-R-L-I-N-G-E-N. Okay. Harlingen. Harlingen. I just got to look it up on the map real so that, quick. So that's where you grew up? That's where I grew up, yeah. 
Okay. And how long so, you been out here? So for? that's near the border, right? That's it's right like near the border, actually. Um, so I went to the elementary school in Harlingen. Spent a lot of time at South Padre, going fishing, oh. stuff like that. You know, beach, fun things. High school was in Brownsville, which is a border town, and half of the kids at my school would come over from Matamoros every morning to go to school. You pronounce that very well. My mom is Mexican. Ah. There you go. Now, yeah. it's, it's funny. I'm just looking at the map real quick right here. It's kind of, I guess, the nearest area where I've heard been to in Mexico is like Monterrey, basically. It's kind of close to there, right? It's in that state. Ooh, Monterrey. Monterrey. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that that's like pretty, pretty cartel land area, isn't it? This area right here next to the border. Would you say I so? I mean, there have been gunshots that went across the border into Brownsville. Um, so I try to like avoid. I would. I. I. I maybe went to like a couple quinceañeras when I was in the grade <laughs> on the other side of the border, but for the most part, like I was a very sheltered child and I didn't do any crazy party stuff. I see, Good. I see. There. So, but like, and I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely apologize. Laughing is just, it, it kind of cracks me up to see you going from perfect English to perfect Spanish. <laughs> the, but the, you know what? There's kind of a uh, proper you know, pronunciation, like, yeah. Amazing. So. It's called um, Texican. Texican? <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? <laughs> I'm sure Ted Cruz and all those people are very familiar with it, right? Yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> no comment on Ted Cruz. We'll just get right well, past that. Let's keep it yeah, positive. Yeah, please, please. Keep it positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about these We're ugly-ass happy. We're politicians smiling. for a We're, second. You've got coffee. Coffee's like the greatest thing ever. Oh, yes. so you're a coffee fan. Okay. Big coffee fan. So let me ask you real quick. So when did you come to L.A., basically? Um, right before my senior okay, year of high see. school. Let's that was back in 2008. 2008, yeah. So now Texas to L.A., basically. What brought you here? Acting. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. But what now my uh, brain is going, did I come in 2008 or was it 2007? It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with the, the rough. Uh, Acting, no, so it was 2007, I think. Yeah. So did you come Acting. here with your family? Were you here alone? What? So it was a really crazy summer. Mm. I came, yeah, crazy. Everything weird and happens quickly uh crazy summer i did a workshop in burbank at this place that doesn't exist anymore called the aia actor studio mm-hmm. and then immediately from there i did the new york film academy's uh high school program how did you hear about this burbank program just curious from well you know ever since i was a child i knew i wanted to be an actor that's so cool and i would go to sleep crying mm-hmm. i would go on the computer do all the research yeah. when i was probably about like uh, middle school, maybe late, late elementary, crying that there were families, that the mom and the kids would go to LA for pilot season and mm-hmm. they would stay at this place called the Oaks Apartment Building. Yes, I heard. <laughs> we had to do that. We had to do, well, guess where we stayed at New York Film Academy? The Oaks Apartment oh, Building, right okay. across from your box. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you moved, so that's, first of all, that's so yeah. to me, that's so cool because I was one of these people, I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do until like, I was like past 30, man. You, you know, <laughs> so knowing that you wanted to be like an actress or like in the film industry at a young age, I think like, that's pretty cool because you have a major advantage kind of, you, you know what I, I mean? I do, but then it, like everything has its pluses and its minuses. Because that's true. Because I always knew I wanted to do this. So now it's been that struggle of, well, it's not working. Like, how am I going to make this work? Mm-hmm. Well, it's What's working because, I mean, you're starting a short film, basically, right? Well, wait a second. Let's, let's backtrack. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you Sorry. got out here. You oh, you didn't going ask me how I, went to, how I got to the first workshop. Because right. the New York Film Academy I found online. Because the okay. year before, I went to this theater camp called Stage Door Manor. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big theater nerd. Mm. Big. Uh, not big on the newest stuff, but all the old stuff. I love it. Um, <laughs> like uh, Macbeth. 
Romeo and Juliet kind of stuff or no, I don't like know. Gypsy Les Mis. I oh, Les Mis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Cool. Cool. Phantom of the Opera. My yeah. mom did musical theater. Awesome. Um, so then I found this particular workshop. They found me. I had my picture, my headshot, which I look back now, it was 17, like it wasn't a headshot, is what I could, what the Harlingen, Texas photographer and I could compromise on as a headshot. <laughs> it, was was, a, it was the large passport photo. <laughs> well, it was like half up and I oh, was okay. smiling and it took forever for me to under, to get this gentleman to understand. Like I'm 17 years old, I'm like, you don't get it. Like this is not a headshot, this is a portrait that you're trying to do and I need a headshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, they wanted uh, to get more personality I in guess. the photo, I guess. I, maybe. I don't know. Probably. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you came <laughs> out have a great smile, okay? You do. No, she's beautiful. God. No, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely gorgeous, man. Like, Easy on the eyes. Definitely. definitely. Thank you. Uh, yes. So you came out here for acting, yeah. and then... Um, you saw a teacher's box and you became a street artist. No, wait, <laughs> no, wait, wait. like a huge chunk of time in between there. I'm oh kidding, guys. I know. I'm just saying. Let, yeah, let's oh, go. No, no, no. Okay, so after the workshops, yeah, yeah, what yeah. was your first acting gig? Uh, Are you still waiting for it? No, I'm. It was my first acting gig. A uh, bunch of student films. Okay. Uh, probably the first one. I still work with the director of that one. He was uh, in film school at the time. It was a student film. And I played. Are you ready? Yeah. I remember laughing at the words for this audition, and I st I'm actually going to write something for him soon. Uh, <laughs> I played a student who has a relationship with her married teacher. Mm, that's uh, taboo. Wow, how did they come up with that? How did they come up with that one? That's I cursed so, like, a lot. It was hilarious. <laughs> My mom had to come with me on set. I remember how actually... How old were you at the time? 17. Oh, shit. And did, they, okay. did this... Uh, teacher write the play himself i'm just curious no no, no. no it was my friend we actually just rewatched this teacher. film like three weeks ago because he wants to do audio commentary on it okay. and i'm like watching 17 year old you? me going around and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i said that and i remember that audition vividly yeah i prepped for it so hard and i went and i was like i'm gonna do this yeah and then i left and i was like wow that was amazing and then they called me immediately they were like we want you <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> Vindication, man. <laughs> First taste of success, basically, yeah, right? Okay. Fun. Yeah, and I still work with him today. So that's, that's awesome. Really cool. I'm so. Oh, I'm so sorry I made this. <laughs> it's okay. We're totally joking. We're, we're goofballs here. You yeah, know, if people haven't figured. Nobody it takes out, this we, seriously. It's we okay. We know a little bit about certain things, but you know, we don't claim to know everything about everything. We're we're goofballs. So, um, but so, uh, any uh, any big time gigs or anything like that with the acting? Um, the biggest thing I've done so far is a horror movie mm. called Area 407, mm. and it was released by IFC Midnight. Okay. When did was that done? A long time ago. I see. I mean, you know what? Like two... I don't, I don't remember. 2010? 2011? Okay. 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 It was a while ago. Well, now, you know yeah. what? We're in 2020. It's a new decade, right? You know, yeah. let's throw all that old junk behind us, exactly. right? And then, like... Let's kind of like a... The transition. Yeah. We missed the whole transition where I got into writing more frequently. Well, that's what we're yeah. getting we're into Yeah, we're getting now. into it, yeah. So when did the writing start? I've written since I was a kid. Okay. A kid, about like how old? Oh, I'm doing like a hand motion. Of she's, doing a, she's doing a yay Very high motion. Very short child. I, every time I go <laughs> to my parents' house, I pull out my old journals from when I was a kid. And I used to like carry a book everywhere with me and... It'd be I'd read in the car and I'd like write, and my mom would turn around when we parked. She's like, 
you're not allowed to take a book into this party. I need you to talk to people. <laughs> Do you have siblings? I have one sibling. Okay. Yeah, my dream She's younger daughter, than me. man. Are you kidding me? Okay, so you're like, yes, when you go in that <laughs> party with a book, don't talk to anybody. Read that book. Get smarter. I was always reading. Like, she had to purposely pull me out of the book or I wouldn't. Or I would go hide in a corner and write in my journal. <laughs> I still do that today. So, so, you, so you've always been a weirdo then? I've always well, been always a weirdo. Yeah, and we would, like, make shows in our kitchen and put them on in our living room. Very active imagination very, as a kid. Yeah, I did have a very well, active imagination. you said your mom was, uh, what did she do? My mom studied music, and she did a lot of musical theater. She's also a dance teacher and actor herself. Uh, and my dad's a doctor. Oh, wow. So cool. Opposite ends Siblings. of the spectrum. One sibling, two and a half years younger than me. She now wants to be a vet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. that's a sweet Younger sister. Yeah. That's well, that cool. must have been a fun little household. <laughs> At times, at least, yeah, I just get a look and a laugh. Yeah. And she's um, like, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was a great household to grow up in, but I've always kind of felt like the black sheep. Um, I wrote mm. a lot. Uh, okay, yeah. welcome to that the club. That can be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the club, exactly. by the way. It seems oh, yeah, I know. I found my people, finally. Yeah. It took how long? <laughs> it took how long? But here we are. No, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, no, seriously, though, I feel like she's actually pretty popular in the street art community. I've seen, well, you know what I mean? She's Even though she's just. putting her time in. Yeah, okay, definitely. So let's get to the transition from writing yeah. to going and getting up on the street. What was the sure. first, like, what made you decide to go put something up on the street? Um, okay. Well, I went to college. I studied English. So, writing again. Okay. Where did you go to school? UCLA. When so did you go to college? What At what age did you go to college? At 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to keep it. Okay. It took yeah, yeah, a yeah, long, yeah. long yeah. time to finish. Yeah. But um, my favorite classes were like creative writing, dramatic writing, screenwriting. Um, nice. All that stuff. And then I spent a lot of time hanging out at UCLA. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm so man. glad you didn't say USC. Oh, no, fuck USC, dude. Hey, all right, back to the love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Back to um, the love. Yes, back to the love. I, I, I have a lot of friends that are Trojans. Actually, my producers on my short film are Trojans. I'm surrounded by lots oh, of just Trojans. Kidding. Like, love, love. It's yeah, all they love. have money, man. They got um, or they use Trojans. <laughs> See, now you're dragging me down. Okay, back to, okay, what, back made you to want, me, what made me want to put it on, on the street. street. Well, so I used to be a personal assistant. Okay. And a nanny and a babysitter for a family that lives right off Melrose. Okay. Oh, so since I was, go. yeah, and they were actually my acting coaches back when I was 17. So I was around it for years and I would drive by all this stuff and look at it. And I'm like, that's so cool. I, who does that? Like who does that stuff <laughs> and how do they do it? And how do they not get in trouble for it? Like, or do they get in trouble? What is the thing? But it's just amazing. Cause you're surrounded by all this art. So you hadn't seen like, uh, you know, exit the gift shop or anything like that. You just kind of um, because I haven't you're seen exit through the gift shop. I need to watch it. I've seen the Shepherd Fairy documentary. Oh no, that's oh, okay. which really I'm just cool. no. What's cool yeah. about it is I'm just saying that it's like you actually just kind of wandered into this universe. A lot of people have to go. They you know they watch the movie, they got turned on, and then you know they go looking for it. But what's cool, I think, is that you you were just there right. and then kind of absorbed into it. Well, the other thing was that I had all of this writing sitting in journals like I just have journals and journals and journals and journals wow. and also short stories that had never been finished and ideas for things so like some of these little pieces that I've written are conversations other things are like free form or they just like come I don't know I'm a weirdo I, no I that's really so am. cool I mean but I like to say different than most and that can be a really good thing thank you I when I say weirdo it's like a term of endearment yeah I say that very kindly about myself I love being a weirdo <laughs> Um, but well, I just she's a beautiful girl, so when people kind of self-deprecate it, it endears them. So yeah, that's definitely. A, and understandable. 
Um, I'm also very awkward, just <laughs> in general. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, I love it. Uh, what was I talking about? Talking right. About oh, oh. Getting your volumes of... Uh, oh, I didn't know what to do with all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I just kept having, like, in the back of my mind going, you can never finish anything. What is wrong with you? Like, why can't you just sit and finish a story? Why can't you, you know... Uh, one of my good friends from college, my best friends, is always like, your writing is so good, please do something with it. Like, do something with it. My family, do something with it. My friends, do something with it. I didn't know what to do with it. It didn't feel like publishing the traditional route was something that was for me at this particular moment in time. So, and I also just didn't believe that it was any good. And also the fact that I'm a woman felt like some of the stuff that I write about, I was really nervous about. And I'm like, well, this isn't normally how a lot of women write, but also, like, why the fuck does it matter? There you go. Why don't I just put it up myself? How can I do that? And then I had a vision of what I wanted it to look like. So I had to figure out how to make that happen. And then it was just like, I'm just going to put this up and see what happens. (laughs) Well, you know, what what I remember when I saw her uh, pieces for the first time was that it's not a uh, manufactured sticker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It looks like um, someone put some handwork to it as well. You know, it's like a, a typed line, and then uh, on a on a piece of paper, there's ripped edges. You know, with like a hand signature on it. Well, it's different than yeah. anything I've seen out there. I, I saw some pieces for a while that had like a notebook paper and they had like some handwriting on it. Yeah. Um, but this uh, this was like a little bit different level. This, this showed a little bit more effort, mm-hmm. and the content of this was deeper. You know? Yeah. So I thought it was really cool just the the what you use to get up because there's you know there's there's vinyl stickers. Sometimes people will get the uh, the the priority package stickers from the post office and they'll do designs on them or something like that. So there's that level. Um, you know, there's stencils. There's all different mediums, and uh, it's hard to come up with a medium that hasn't really been done before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, you know, just looking at the stickers you brought with you today, you know, I haven't seen any stickers that are done like that. Well, for you me, know. I mean, I was like, uh, I think I was actually having dinner with you one time at like that. What was that one place with the squid ink stuff that you like? The potatoes? Oh, Give them oh a shout out God. real quick. Just well, they're gone now, but the inkwell. Okay, yeah. That the place, <coughs> you just start laughing. As soon as you take a bite, you start laughing because it was that good. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking of Finding Nemo. Oh, you made me ink. Oh, <laughs> you guys made me ink. <laughs> that place made you ink. I mean, it was the food was so good. Um, There's some innuendo in there. <laughs> uh, real quick. Anyway, so I was crossing the street. I parked cross street, and then at the crosswalk, I just saw one of these little things. And then at the time, you know, I'm having dinner with you. I was like, huh, a new one. That, that, yeah. That's what I was just thinking. That's all I thought. You know, oh, here's a here's a here's a new street artist. That's that's the, my, you know. And now we're actually sitting here and talking, which is so cool because what I think is like for us for you to stick out inside the street actually, and then yeah, like know a lot of people, you have to be. You know. James to see a piece of yours on the street and say, "Hey, here's a new one." That's recognition. You know what I mean? Like, and, that's, hey, you know, here's something that I haven't seen yet or seen before. Yeah, and also, thank also, goodness we got something new out there. Yeah, and also what I was saying is that I didn't know anything about like you know what your story was or whatever, but I saw that you signed it and it's a truth. You know, I'm immediately in my. But it's not spelled like the normal way that you would spell yeah. um, truth. It's uh, it's got parentheses T-R-U- around the uh, the T-, T and the H, right. which I'm going to get a period at the end. Right. Which I'm going to get to yeah. in a second, right? So, but, um, you know, immediately, like, I think I mentioned this last time on our podcast with Vile, I was just like, huh, little bits of truth that, like, immediately popped into my head. And it just, like, stuck as such, like, a good, like, uh, branding. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? And now that I'm talking to you, I just want to know, like, 
you know, what the hell is the parentheses in the period? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and kind of like all this, these, I'm, I'm, I feel like we should just pull out these stories and then yeah, have you recap. Oh, look on Instagram, that. her I'm, Instagram. I'm what is your that. Instagram? How does it? Uh, T-R-U underscore T-H period underscore because <laughs> the underscores are supposed to be the parentheses. They're ah, okay. But Instagram doesn't allow you to have parentheses. Mm. Why? I don't know. That was a drunken rant one night. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Check like, the stories. No, I mean, it, like, with my friends, when it was at a Christmas, and we were home, and everyone was like, you can't do parentheses. And I was like, what do you mean? You can't do parentheses. <laughs> Such a travesty. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't really remember what, uh, what the, it said on the, you know, the, the sticker that you put on. But I do remember it was like bold and it was honest. That's that's how I felt, you know, when I first saw it, basically. Mm-hmm. So I I just thought it's like, wow, so cool. I hope this person continues to uh, to do it. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, just seeing you interact with people in the community just makes me want to get to know you like even more, man. You, you know, so I, I let's play this game, man. I'm just going to pull out a random sticker and we're going to read it and then have a recap. What happened there? You want night? the actual story? Hell yeah, I want, I want the truth. Okay, <laughs> all right. The All right. Hurts. Hey. Okay, great. Did you want right. to talk truth hurts, about the name really quickly? Is it? Oh, right? yes, yes. Okay, Let's so do that. Sorry. The, that's totally cool. Uh, truth. So it's T R U as a way to like humanize it. So mm. I came up with a name. Like the name I came up with was Truit. Like if I was her name, Truit, but it was also a guy's name. Like so I can humanize it. But short for true, which is also three letters because my nickname is a three letter name you know right. so true and my name works together and then truth as in like speaking your truth just saying what you have to say trying to be as vulnerable and honest as possible mm, okay because okay. it's all little bits of my life mm. and okay dude i love that man I, let's get to this game because uh, seriously I, you have really really great i don't even know, want, know if you consider it poetry or whatever it is I but think they're all as well, and All I right. hope you grab ones from different time periods. I do too. I'm just gonna close my <laughs> eyes and we're just gonna grab this one right here. What's this one say? All right, I feel like she should read it because yes. it's like in her, yes, please. yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. This is in regards to the conversation I was having with my mom on the phone yesterday. Okay. My uncle is quite the interesting character in the best way, but also in the most devastating. Talented, loving, extraordinary, memorable, but shit out of luck. I'd like to follow in his footsteps almost. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? It's always like these amusing, like, low. I mean, some of them aren't even that long, and some of them are longer, you know what I mean? But I, I, what I found is just like there's like such honesty there, and then it's like. It's a validating honesty type yeah, of thing. You definitely. know what I mean? It's like someone saying, hey, you know what? Here's this awkward truth, you know what I mean? And, um,. Whenever someone else sees that, I guarantee you in some way they're going to be able to relate with it or try to figure out a way to relate to it. See, a, lo- a lot of times messages in street art are very bold. It's like, hey, it's something uplifting and it's very like, I don't know, believe right. in yourself. You know, I'm some, something, yeah. you know, I mean, something like that. Right. You know, what I mean, but this is kind of like telling you a little narrative from her personal life. I, I would imagine. I hope I think so. And right. They're, they're those, all my real those life. quotes you're talking about are like engineered. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. They're yeah. Yeah, engineered. yeah. There's yeah. as few words as possible. And maybe the word is used in a clever way or something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 This is just some fucking raw truth. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And so, not not common truth. It's just like random, you know, or unordinary truths that kind of, you know, reach people in a different way that makes them, you know, kind of relate in a different way, I think. And it just makes me want to know what's up with your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my uncle is actually probably the person that 
always has pushed me to write. Since awesome. I was a kid, he was my first pen pal. Um, but I haven't seen him in a very long time. Oh, okay. Be okay. Yeah, so... Um, He's not from Texas? He's from Texas, but he was on the wrong side of the drug trade. Oh, sorry to hear and that. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> he's one of the sweetest human beings in the world, and every time I get a chance to talk to him, he's like, what are you writing? What are you working on? What are you doing? What's going on? So um, he was my pen pal when I was in elementary school. He was in a prison camp in El Paso, Texas. So we would oh visit him. We would go. And it's also, I was thinking about it for the first time yesterday when I was having this conversation with my mom because, like, my mom is very much, both my parents, we've got to keep the straight face. We can't talk about our issues and our problems. And now we've kind of come to a head where I'm like, okay, now I've been doing this for a long time and this question's going to come up. I know this is your life, but it's also my truth and my life. So we're going to have to say, like, how much can I say? How much can I not say? Because we know that I have no problem. I need to talk about things. I need to write. Sure. So um, that's my uncle. Passionate, man. I yeah. love it. I love, I love it. it, man. This part is like therapeutic, very therapeutic effect. Now that I know For that, me, it's like yeah. kind of like a um, correspondence between your uncle who's in jail, yeah, right? You know what I mean? It's like, uh Oh, oh, I was saying about the pen pal thing. Like, yeah. it's weird to think about now, but all of those letters I was writing to him as a child, like a guard was reading before he got to read them. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So I guess I've been doing this this way longer than I've realized. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy, man. Yeah, man. See, there's there's so much depth in in the truth. You know, I'm, I'm just now I've got a question yeah. for you. How did yeah. you? What was the first experience um, connecting with the uh, the graffiti, the LA, you know, street art graffiti community? Like, how did? Because you know, here in LA, you know, people try to collaborate with different artists, go out with different artists, and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, so, what was your first uh, experience with the community of artists here? I put up a bunch of stickers and then LA Street Art Gallery Instagram page posted one of my stickers with one of your pieces that I guess I had put it like right next to it. Oh. Yeah, and then I took that as a sign from the heavens <laughs> that I had to go to your show because you had a show like two days later or oh, something. That's right. Yeah. Shout and out then to Brit posting up, that. I showed yeah. up at, yeah, at your show. Wow. Okay. And I met you. And then, then I showed up at your you know, at your studio, and you're like, we're going to make a stencil. Well, you know what? Anyone that shows up at my <laughs> show, she came to my, my solo show, dude, and um, was nice enough to hang out and, and wait and talk to me and everything. And I was like, you know what? You're new in the community and everything. Um, you know, if uh, if you like, I, I kind of see these these pieces you do, and I'd like to see them bigger, you know, if you'd be interested in learning my stencil technique. Um, you know, if you, you want to come by the studio, I'll show you how. And I've actually made that offer to quite a few artists. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't follow through. Yeah. And um, she followed through. Yeah. You know what I mean, That's man? Awesome, She's like, man. Uh, means what she says, says what she means, and shows up when she says she's going to show up and on time and everything. And so, you know, you do that with me, you're going to learn some things. Dude. <laughs> and so I'm now, now so she's grateful. taking that. And, um, you know, we've, we've been out like maybe a couple of times, but then she's gone out and met up with other artists yeah. and is getting busy. You Who's know the what second I mean? artist like, you met up with? Because I, I can think of a few off the top of my head, but I'm just curious uh, the timeline. Catnip Muse. Oh, yeah. yeah Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Second artist. Michael. Yep. And then third, I believe, was Franklin. That's so oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I believe, um, didn't you mention that, that Thrashbird actually helped you out a little bit, too? Oh my gosh, yes. 
Shout out to Thrashbird. Thank Shout you, out to Thrashbird. Thank you, Thrashbird. Yeah. You're right. Uh, he was painting a mural on the 7575 Melrose wall, and it was the first time I went out. And I he showed me how to like put it down on the ground and to use striping paint. Nice. He helped me put that down. Real yeah. quick, yeah. 7575 Melrose is like this kind of like, it, it hasn't always been there and hasn't always been like, I would say like a center focal point in the middle. I mel- mean, that yeah. didn't exist when I was working down the street as a personal <laughs> assistant. There you go. Well, you got different property owners that come right. in and, you know, they have different tolerances or, yeah. you know, this, no, this, one, like this one particular property owner happens to be very tolerant and appreciative of, of street art. So, yeah, I mean, b- if you think about it. It's a massive wall that is constantly changing. It's really I think, cool. I think at the beginning, it's just started with Sporty LA, right? And then the out. The oh, yeah, fam- yeah right across yard, the street right? from the uh, Fairfax High School. Yeah. This little parking lot right there. And the Sporty LA uh, shoe company. And yeah. um, that was the big wall for a while. Yeah. You know? But, it, and it still is. You know, there's still all kinds of action going on in that yeah. yard. It's called the Fame Yard. Yeah. Uh, used to be De La Barracuda, you know, parking lot referred sure. to, whatever. But, um, you know, now 7575 Melrose is just as busy. It's popping, man. And you know what? People always uh, message us here, um, LA, LA Share Gallery, and they always ask, hey, we're coming to LA. I want to look, check out some street art. I mean, you know, just 7575 Melrose is a very, very good center focal point, actually, to kind of like just go and take some pictures there. You, you yes. know what I mean? Lots, lots of street art up People and down Melrose. People have messaged me and I tell them the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, go there, start there. You're good. Start there, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. like the epicenter for, for street art. But then um, when, you, when you're talking more like graffiti and, and like, you know, throwies and burners and pieces and stuff like that, that's everywhere. <laughs> that's yeah. everywhere in L.A. I you mean, know, there's rollers there's and stuff like that on buildings downtown. You're driving down the freeway and stuff. Um, but so but if you want to take your Instagram pictures, you know, you go to, <laughs> you go to Melrose. <laughs> go to Melrose. You get all the Instagram pictures you want. Yeah. So, I mean, OK, so so that's so cool, man. And, y- you know, I know uh, you met Franklin because you checked out his episode of the podcast, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it, that's so cool, man. Like, I feel like this is actually kind of responsible now for breaking truth now on on the scene at la street art gallery man i didn't post it but Britt posted it you know what i mean so that's so cool man no that's awesome because that's what i'm saying for we always want to welcome new things If, if, if people are always doing like you know i've seen a lot of people do stencils and they're using teachers technique and it's great you know what i mean i i i think that's great you know what i mean but when there's some like innovation in such a saturated you know market i guess trying to stick out you know so so I'm going to pull another one of these real quick. Let's yeah, just play this game, okay? I love it, man. All right. Let's pull this one right here. Oh, I love this one already. Oh, I already know which one it is, and I turned beet red. Hey, if the truth hurts, yeah, whose fault okay. is it? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Before I could gather my thoughts, he had a handful of ass and a tight grip on my throat. Our eyes locked. I'd never felt more safe or unabashedly me. Accepted, understood, desired, human. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it describes like this moment, and I could just imagine it in my head already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And also, it's just like, it's not quite, um, I wouldn't say it's it's not vulgar, because it's like, it's so classy. You, you understand what I'm saying? Even though she's saying a handful of ass. Like, no, <laughs> to go that way? That's the thing right. I like about it. Like, it's a moment that you can kind of decide maybe which way it went on your own you yeah know? yeah exactly. so what was the inspiration for uh 
That's actually um, a longer poem that I've cut up. I've done that with a couple of them mm. because it's hard to digest a huge thing. In a yeah, small oh, it's smart. It's like on YouTube, they make little clips of the longer things. Um, this was a particular moment. This uh, friend that I used to work with, uh, actually in downtown, uh, we'd always had kind of like a flirty relationship, but like a friend whatever so anyways a couple years ago he had moved away and i was driving back from carmel because a friend of mine had gotten married last minute and i was like okay so he moved to totally just went out of my mind doesn't matter in norcal <laughs> so i'm driving back and i'm like you know what i'm by myself i don't have to. i was in between jobs like i just left my other restaurant job and i didn't start my new job for a couple days and i was like ah, fuck it, I'm going to call him. Like, I'm in the car by myself. I'm passing by his town. Like, the worst he can say is no. So I call, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to get lunch? And he's like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? So then I get lunch, and I stay there for, like, three days. Like, uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to be. Like, nothing, there was nothing that I had I to get back to. I thought you were going to stay for the rest of the evening. <laughs> nope, stayed for a couple days. I surprised myself Four months later. One. No, I stayed for a couple days that time, and I was like, oh. Okay, and then I went back to my life, you know? That's so man, She's bold, man. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, Sometimes. It, it, I go through moments. Like, okay. uh, right now, I'm, I'm very much in, like, work mode, and I can't wait to, like, be done with my film and get back to doing cool stuff because like I'm doing stuff but I can't wait to do Let's more art film. stuff. Let's talk about your film. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have those moments of like I'm doing this, which is like you know the first day of the stickers, you know, and I went and I put them everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking putting stickers up. <laughs> not a damn thing wrong with that. <laughs> then I gotta go hide for a little bit and then, then no, it's I'm back. You okay. know, you know what I think is cool, man. It's just like you went up, you actually did it, and then now you're hanging out with like fellow artists that have been in the game for like a decade and I'm so you know? inspired by everybody and they keep pushing me and they're like keep doing this like Drew do you, do you see where this could go can you just keep doing weird shit like keep trying yeah and oh, I'm just saying like like honestly this your passion like fuels us to want to get to know like more street artists and also your art too you know what I mean because it's that's inspiring I don't know. I mean, teach. You've done a decade of stencils, basically. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it takes like you know motivation for you to, to like you know something that kind of kicks you into like oh, that dude, mode. Oh, dude, I get burnt out all the time. You know, I'm busy. I got a, a regular life, raising twins. You know, wife yeah. flipping houses, trying to get the wife's career going, directing and all that stuff. So, yeah, I get burnt out, man. Yeah, burnt out like crazy. But you know, when I see new stuff like this in the streets. It actually does kind of reignite it a little bit. Definitely. It's like, oh, here's someone else fucking out there kicking ass, you know? And Here's uh, someone else who's fucked up doing, <laughs> doing shit on the street. <laughs> here's another fucking nerd like me. Yeah. Um, We're out there. We're all out there. We just got to find yeah. each other. Yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> when you're around, you just go hang out with them for a little while. It's and so then you, it's like, uh, it just pulls you right back in. It's a magic you know? and, elixir. And, you know, the, the percentage of them being fucking cool if they're in the street community for some reason is super high, man. Like, oh, yeah. It, no, dude, it takes a, a really cool person to, to come up with something and then go put it up in the street somewhere trying to put out a certain type of message. You got to be a pretty right. interesting person. To follow all the steps to, you know, to, to do that. Also, you've so got to be just, like, slightly insane to meet up with complete strangers that you <laughs> don't know their face or what they and look like or anything careful, about them but you know on Instagram, crimes. you know? Now, <laughs> just so you people you know? know, truth is 
is this pretty little girl. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, she's not like this, you know, massive uh, hulking feature that can protect themselves perfectly in this street. You know, so like some of the street artists we have on. You I know, got a I question mean. for you: Have you ever yeah. had any uh, run-ins with the law, putting your pieces up in the street? Yes. That's we talked a little bit the, about uh, last time, but we, definitely. We talked about this yeah, a little last time, yeah. But let's let's recap. If this is your episode. Yeah, this is okay. yeah. episode. Let's figure out what happened. Okay, so the last time we went out in December, right before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teach and I were in Sherman Oaks doing a box, and you purposely put me on the front of the box because I felt like you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I had to be at work the next morning at like 6 a.m., and my mother was in town, so uh, that would have been a great call. It's not the first time my mother's picked me up from jail, so uh, <laughs> luckily... Welcome to the club. Luckily, hey, you know nothing it worked, happened. It, yeah, it worked out as planned as and I he, felt it would have. he liked it, which was very yeah. surprising to me because I have a very weird relationship with cops because I get really defensive, like I've done something wrong. Probably goes back to, you know, my uncle thing and like always wanting to do things perfectly, And but I don't know. Yeah, so, so what, happened, a cool was, cop, what happened was, because <laughs> I'll just go on a tangent. Yes, please. Um, so uh, I'll let you let her tell you about the, uh, the next event that kind of put her a little bit on stress level with uh, with the cops. Um, but I took her out because I knew that she was, you know, had a little bit of an edge about it. And so um, <laughs> just kind of wanted to fuck with her a little bit. She's um, so mean. <laughs> Initiation. Okay, okay. So the, Every the club has its initiation. The neighborhood that I went to, I, I know that there's, you know, they the cops come around there at least a certain, you know, amount of times. And so, um, the the piece that I brought with me to do was it was a piece about Jim Jordan, who's the uh, the, the Republican senator for Ohio, who I just have a distaste for. And so I did a piece on him and. Um, I put that on the back of the box because I knew if I put it on the front of the box, there may be some problems. And so I had Truth Put Her Piece on the front of the box, which is a really beautiful, um, you know, uh, not a poem, but a, you know, another one of these words, um, excerpts. And she also did a stencil with some uh, lungs on it. And so <laughs> sure enough, right on time, you know, she's doing her piece and here comes a, uh, a cruiser. Oh, look, look who's coming up right now. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> uh, an SUV, and they swing around, and uh, so the guy's like, "Hey, well, you know, what's going on here?" And uh, so I just said, "Well, you know, we're just uh, getting this box prepared here. You know, we got our, our permit and everything." And uh, luckily, he didn't ask for anything. Thank God. Um, but and you know what? Um, I mean, I I could have gotten out of the situation if that the cop wanted to be an asshole about it, but he was super cool, super cool. And um, it was funny because his partner was kind of a little edgy. His, his partner, partner wanted to be the bad cop. A fan. And was just straight faced and this, that, and the other, whatever. But the driver, good cop, the, bad the cop. good cop, was what a surprise. really cool. He's like, oh, what, what is that? Oh, okay. That's, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you guys out here doing this stuff. You know, thank you. And, you know, and drove off. And I could tell that. <laughs> Jeez. He, Teach likes to fuck with me. I, you know, I could tell she was still a little bit nervous Always. about the situation. But I was like, see, look, it's okay, you know? Yeah. But you know what? That's when you're hitting these boxes, though. Right. Now, what she, you know, kind of almost got in, in, uh, taken in for was, was a little bit different. I'll let her tell you about that. Oh, it was the amoeba wall. Yeah. That. Everybody's been getting up on that you wall. Know. It's yeah, nice. but here's yeah. the thing, dude. You know, um, you got to be careful still. Yeah, it's right on. It's right on. Yeah, it's sunset. Right there. If a cop is passing by, the sunset, and right? And he is in a bad mood. 
you're going with him. Oh, this cop circled around and came and saw me in car part there, and he was not happy. And, like, I I just had the stencil of my heart to do left. And uh, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I just need to put this up right now. And then I freaked out, and I probably had, like, RBF, hardcore. You know what that is, right? Resting bitch face? Yeah, resting yeah. bitch face, like, hardcore. <laughs> Because, you know, I just clam up. That's not very welcoming. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I I know. I just get so anxious. Just let me, let me sidebar. Anyone out there, uh, people getting into this, the best first thing you do if a cop is smile. Just smile and wave. I guarantee you that will you step know, this tone. Yeah, but Back to you. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I get anxious. You had like, RBF. I just, I, yeah, because I get anxious and I, I just like <laughs> tense up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Just trying to put up some art and it's happening and like, what the fuck? And I can't, da-da-da. So, uh... You know, the cop yelled at me. I'm freaking out, like, in, like, inner turmoil happening. And, like, can't hide it. You can always tell what's going on with my face. Like, I can't fucking hide it. And so then Carpart goes and talks to them. And, you know, he can smile. And he's charming and stuff. And, like, the cop goes away. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> so I got to work on you. I got to work on. I, I should be able to just walk up and say, hi, this is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. But I They think would love that from someone like you. Oh, my I, God. I, yeah, I got to work on my confidence. I mean, I, yeah. No, know, I, just in general. Carpar- like, shout out to know? Carpart. I mean, he's coming on the show later, man. We're mm-hmm. really excited to talk to him because he's also another guy that's, again, I don't know how long these guys, everybody's been doing their thing, but at least just really, really getting noticed and attention to. So we're really excited. But I think at the end of the day, you guys look the part to say, hey. I'm an artist. Yeah. This is, you know, we're right. just getting on the street. Doing some artwork here, not yeah. vandalism. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? I mean, you kind of are doing some vandalism. I don't, I don't, yeah, have, I don't have a gun. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I think, I think like, like you I know. I have no desire to ruin things. Like, I'm adding art, and I need to remember that. And I need yeah. to be confident in the work that I'm doing. And I like, I like how Teach always carries around, like, the gray spray paint. He's like, dude, if oh, you don't yeah. like it, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll just patch it up, too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the cop's got to be a real, real big yeah. fucking dick. To, okay. to, to, Can to we talk about the worst experience I ever had, though, and it wasn't with a cop? Do you remember that, Teach? Because I called you on the phone freaking out. Which no. time was this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. This was the time I was in North Hollywood, and I was painting a box white. And oh, oh. This civilian. Are you <laughs> Yes, that guy. I thought, okay, this was awful. This old, I don't know how old he was. He was probably in his 50s. Very angry person. I'm very 50. angry human. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. What? I'm 50. <laughs> no, he, he seemed way older than you. Okay, so maybe he was in his 60s. Yeah, maybe he was 70s. in his 60s. Okay. I don't know. I don't know age. What? I don't know what that is. Sure. Um, he comes up behind me out of nowhere, and he's like videoed. He has his phone out. Oh, And he's man. like, are you with... Oh. 411 or I don't know what the thing is and I'm like I'm just what are you doing out here I was like I'm putting up some art you know I'm putting up some art I'm decorating this box well do you have a permit I know the councilman blah 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 and he goes on and then he like starts dialing a phone number gets in my face there I mean it's the middle of the NoHo Arts District <laughs> it's the middle of the day I'm freaking out because this guy is in my space I have to get to tutor I have to get to Santa Monica soon to tutor a night. No, she's in like sixth grade. I'm like, I cannot not be at my <laughs> You can't show up for the miss the tutor session. <laughs> exactly. And, not, and this family, like I do not want to set a bad example for this particular family. Like, oh, my God. Sorry I'm late. I was doing some graffiti oh and got busted. Uh, right. Well, this guy. Ready to teach your kid now. He looked at me like I was the most horrible person in the entire world. And he looked at me like I was going to punch him in the face. And he asked, are you jovial? And so in my brain, I'm going, am I, I thought, I literally thought he meant jovial as in like happy, 
you know because i'm yeah so that's my what brain I goes too, yeah. with words and jovial okay like am i jovial am i happy i was like yeah i'm i'm jovial like i'm i'm happy <laughs> what a strange question yeah right no way do you hear why well apparently there was uh, an artist <laughs> who has some pieces in noho and her name is jovial shout out to jovial man we need to get her on here because she got <laughs> you off <laughs> well it, then this guy did call the cops on me oh no i took the my paint and i went back to my car he was on the phone following me and then he started videotaping me Jeez. Into my car, and that was mm-hmm. awful. So I don't know what it is, but apparently people enjoy fucking with me when I'm just trying. That's what to I was paint. just about to say. No, no, Maybe no. here's what it, here it is. Okay, just about every neighborhood has the neighborhood vigilante. Okay. Oh, the fucking what's his name? Anyways, gone. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like he's more a, a liable to approach me because I look. Because of the way I look, instead well, of, of just leaving me alone, like I don't want to talk to you. I just want to do this and go on with my life. No, he definitely approached you because you're this cute little girl who's not gonna hurt him. You know what I mean? Like you weren't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> every, walked up every, on me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and knocked the, him down. There's like a George Zimmerman of every single fucking neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, no, some guy that like can't mind his own fucking business, man. Like, you know? No, and I think that's what it is, man. They, they like see they're like, oh, I can fuck because I guarantee you, if Teach was doing that and this guy was standing there, he's like. Oh, I see the thug it t- tattoo on his fucking top of his head. I'm not going to fucking <laughs> fuck this guy, basically. You know what I mean? Like, this guy. But no, I'm just saying. If would have been videoing me, I would have been, dude, if you don't turn that off, I'm going to smack it out of your hand <laughs> and smash your phone. Okay? And I'm sure you probably would have left me alone at that point. But probably. this is a completely different situation here. But um, that's crazy. Well, I called you and you laughed your ass off. I remember that. <laughs> well, no, but it was. <laughs> you did. You no, can't no even I know, but it was a carrying yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, a, oh no, my I gosh, know, I, I can't know, believe I that's so wait, horrible. So wait, nothing happened though with it, right? No, thank God, nothing okay, happened. Okay, okay. Well. But yeah, but that was probably the worst experience, and that wasn't even with a cop. That was with that's a That's just crazy, man. That's just yeah, a crazy that man. That was right a crazy there. man. Crazy yeah. man. Anyway, should we pull another poem? Real quick, hold on. I want to <laughs> get, get back to her movie, because we yeah, skipped actually, back to twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell people how it is that you made it possible for your movie to be filmed and produced and everything? How did you... Go from taking your idea to making it start to happen now. I have an amazing mentor. I that I have an amazing acting coach. Her name is Tammy Minoff. Her actual Tammy Minoff. Don't Tammy know Minoff love is you, amazing. Though. I love you so much. I've known her the whole time I've lived out here. Um, she actually just released her first feature film called Limerence yesterday. How can people see her? Like she have a Amazon, iTunes, uh, Limerence film, Limerence. It's also about love. Uh, it's fantastic so her she encouraged me like her our acting class is very small we have like five people in there Mm -hmm. she encourages us all to work on our own projects to we work on scripts from different things she pushes us all to write so another one of my classmates is making a web series another one does spoken word I'm doing this we workshop my short film in her class a year ago so that was crazy and what like, do you mean by workshopping like i mean like i'm getting emails and phone calls from tammy going next week you better like you better send out pages for us to learn you need to send them to this person this person this person we're doing your stuff so you know nice. then she'll assign it and i got to see my classmates doing my my words which oh, is that's crazy awesome. and i got to do it too but it was just so interesting because it's written from my pr- my perspective and my voice so i know how i see something in my own brain because like when i'm writing i'm living whatever i'm writing sure. which is fucking crazy you have a very unique voice definitely i mean you Thank know just you. just from your just from your stickers too but 
Um, so, yeah, but to see other yeah. actors yeah. doing other your work. So you have a good, you have like a solid, I have dare a, I say, like family team kind of thing that I supports do, your. She introduced me to my producers at mm. Drama Three Four, David Fickus and Bryce Beckham. She also introduced me to our DP, uh, Chloe Weaver, who is the DP on Limerence as well. And everyone is just so supportive. And I haven't found this kind of community for film uh, in such a long time and people pushing me. And the idea we started with a year ago, workshopping, I, I'm still talking like 2019, we did this October 2018 workshopping, um, oh, wow. has grown. Like I'm still, I have another draft I have to write today because Sweet. it has just grown and everyone's Well, going, after you see other actors reading your, your stuff and everything, after that session, like what did you do at that we point? We did for a month. Oh, wow. Um, and I got to talk to them because we all talk and we meet before class. And I'm like, what's working? What don't you understand? How much of the real life backstory do you need to know for this character? But also, what can you bring? Also, like, what is not tracking in your brain that I need to go back as a writer and fix? Nice. Which is just invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I have a couple filmmaker friends and a few actor friends. And, you know, to be honest, I'm in music. It's, it's uh, you know, oh. tangent world, basically. You know, we're all artists, you know, in the art community. Um I would say that, like, the movie industry, man, there's, you know, it's so hard to just, like, make any ripple. I mean, a lot like the music industry, well, wouldn't you say? Well, that's how the art came into play, because okay. my director and my producers are, like, you've got to bring the art in a different way. I know it's based off of one of your poetry pieces, and it's, like, everything's your life, but how can we take what you wrote and make it stand out? We have to bring the art in. We yeah. have to bring the art in because this is so different and it can be very visual. So I'm so grateful that I've been hanging out with like Vile and Teach and like teaching me how to make things bigger. Like mm. how can we make them bigger? Because it's translating into this film, like which is a giant piece of artwork. So it's not just what I have to say. It's like how can we make this a big visual piece of art? Mm. How can we bring more into it? Because it's not just the words. I mean, I, I, j I just, you know, just curious is like the whole submitting to like can film festival small film i mean like what's the process i mean you, you guys are kind of like wait, before we get to that yeah. so you How went from everyone being you okay, went there you from go. everyone like you know being supportive and helping you develop it and everything mm -hmm. now you know <laughs> we'd like to get everything done on favors out here but you got to make some fucking you got to pay some money to right. get some things done out here so how did you right. raise the money so the pitch video that we made um that is um basically me making the the real shit stencil that one so the film's called spell it out in neon so this particular poem is about this relationship and like spelling out what this relationship is that i paid out of pocket so my producers were amazing. We, I, I paid them $1,000 to edit, to make this, to spend a day filming. Shout out to Sandy Public Gallery. Thank you so much for letting me paint there, for letting us film me painting there with no issues, no problems. Nice. And we used that, and I did crowdfunding on Seed and Spark to raise ten thousand dollars wow amazing dude you yeah. know what <laughs> I, let, me, let me tell you something I, I actually last time i saw you it was like kind of like our first actually real time that we got to have a little conversation right and the, my immediate thing was like hey i hope you we were in china at the time and the internet fucking sucked so i couldn't <laughs> donate any money but i was just like hey man did you meet your goal and you told me you did and i was just so happy for you because hey man at the end of the day, if you have a cool thing, if you have a good team that supports you guys, if you want to raise money, she raised $10,000 to make a fucking movie, man. Like if that's, Thank you that's to like everyone real who donated and supported, yeah. and I'm getting on those perks. I promise they will go out. I have so much to do. I'm so grateful. 
and you got you got to yeah. come back and uh, you know pr promote it too on the show. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. When it's done, right? Okay. We, gotta, yeah. we want to hear about the the process, how it went during the the pre-production, the filming, well, the post-production. I handed over that money the other day. It was Ooh. one of those moments I oh. forgot how to write ten thousand. I was like, <laughs> right? And I was like looking at Tammy and David and Chloe, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is a moment that I need to pay attention to. I'm writing a check for like my hand's shaking right now. I'm writing a check for ten thousand dollars, and David's like, you're financing your first film and I'm like I'm financing I'm, I'm paying for my first film like Can I, did yeah. I put the comma in the right place <laughs> do you have to put the comma can it go without the comma do I put the decimal point in the zeros behind the or do you just leave I that did. part off because it's just it's so staring, big there's no need for the decimal this check going there's so many zeros <laughs> and this is a low budget movie like we're going this is not enough money we gotta make it work we gotta make so, it work so but. real quick what's what's pre-production for the people who don't know what the hell's going on Pre-production is locking in our cast, locking in our locations. Right now, we're trying to lock in our location. We locked in our DP, our director, myself, hope, uh, one of our actors, hoping for this particular actor. How many casts? Uh, main cast, three people. Okay. Me, um, a character named Brian, and then another character named Tristan. We have Tristan locked in. Another one of my friends I got to cast. Like I get to cast friends. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and then we're waiting to see if, like, scheduling the other actor sure um and then just like figuring it out hiring crew we need to hire a production designer which will hopefully happen this week we've got to hire costumes oh i want to throw this out there it is a house party we are planning on shooting at the end of january or like the first week of february uh, last week of january basically mm -hmm. it's a house party i need extras Okay. If you look like you're in your 20s, early 30s. That would not be me. I would love to have <laughs> you. We will feed you. It will be fun. You can watch me freak out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> like acting and loving every minute. But Okay, yeah. so just right quick, what's the best way to, for them to get in touch with mm -hmm. you for that particular sure. thing? DM me on the truth Instagram, T-R-U underscore T-H period underscore, or uh, at spell it out in neon uh, Instagram. It, all of it's me, so I will see your DM. Or if you know me personally, DM me or text me. <laughs> Just let me know. I need. You gotta to let us know what date yeah. though, because I am out of town during those two weeks, or else I would totally. But we'll put okay. we'll, we'll put out a uh, yeah, you know notice you. on the LA Star Gallery for you, definitely, man. You know that that's what I love about this to hear that you have um, supporting team for and like your acting, uh, projects. It's like so cool because one of the things I always talk to teach about is just like at the end of the day, if you don't find your kind of like core people that you bounce ideas off of, you really feel like alone in this whole, you yeah. know, fight in Absolutely. Los, this big city, Los Angeles, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then like, you know, you just feel like you're swimming against like all this, like, you know, tide basically. But if you have a few people that can just kind of like keep you going, man, like that, that means the world because even if you're not like succeeding, at least you're being creative together. And then you can always use those ideas for something greater in the future. Right. You know? And this has been such a blessing for me, like street art and writing, because it gives me a creative outlet that I haven't always been able to have with acting because it's such a frustrating community and I have amazing friends and amazing family who are so supportive but this is an outlet for me and it's so great and I can use it and to help other people like I hope other people read this and are touched by it or it, you know it helps them but yeah definitely well I mean you're grateful. definitely touching our community and you know what um I want to get to let you want to get to a couple more of these yeah. or do you have any more questions okay yeah why don't you pick one teach all right I'm gonna pick one he's, he's smiling oh it's a short one Let's okay see. Oh, interesting. Is I picked this one? one. This is our collab piece. Yep. 
wow. the universe right there. This is a good one. Okay. I think vulnerability is stronger than having a stiff upper lip. Mm, I've seen that one. I yeah, like that one that a lot. That's the first piece. That's actually like, the stencil that I showed her how to yeah. cut and do my <laughs> technique yep. with. Dude. That was that's the first stencil. Okay. Real quick before I yeah. forget. Do you, know, do you know what R.M. Drake is? I mean, it sounds familiar. Okay. So there's these things on Instagram that have like these little poems. And there's this guy named R.M. Drake. Yes, that, I've seen his that, stuff. You know, yeah. you know I'm, just, I'm just saying that like. This guy is like huge, you know what I mean? He has 2.1 million followers, man. And your stuff, honestly, it's like, this is a guy for sure, I think. You know what I mean? When I saw your, it just reminded me a lot. Uh, not in a bad way, like you're buying it all, but I'm just saying it's powerful and bold like that, you know? Thank you. And then I'm just saying, I'm sure this guy has like, he's a New York Times bestselling author, man. So there's a, definitely a market in like a way. Yeah, but is he making a film about his uh Oh, exactly. Fuck no. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> No, I just think it's... it's what we'll I'm talk to him I next mean, year after this is all produced and out and everything. See right. where he sits then, huh? I yeah. mean, I do want to publish. I want to write a book. I started it last year. I put it to the side. I'm going to hopefully go back to that this year. I want to do bigger art pieces. If anyone is looking for some poetry, if they want a wall painted, let me know. I would really love to do that. I love that. Um, just R- Real quick, it, I, yeah. I, I, I want to just ask you, do you know about My Life in Yellow? Have you heard of I do. I have heard of her stuff. I've never, I mean, yeah. she's in New York. Yeah, you yeah. know, one day we got to, when we go over to New York, she's been featuring Up Magazine with TK, oh, who's cool. on the podcast. Yeah. And then she, uh, she basically, it's, it's something's different, but it's also like personal words. And mm-hmm. I, it's, I just oh, pulled up cool. one. And th- this one, uh, it says, you know, what truths are you avoiding at my life in yellow? You know, I'm, I'm just saying that. It's like uh, there's a community of people who write like really, really great like little snippets. You know what I mean? And I love it, man. You know what that reminds me? Um, I wanted to mention for the first time in this podcast um, uh, what, I, what we were going to – a project that uh, LA Street Art Gallery um, would like to help promote. And uh, it's in coordination with um, Students Rebuild. And uh, Students Rebuild is um, a organization – that uh, inspires students all over the world to do artistic pieces and send them to them. And each time they get an artistic piece, they make a donation to a cause that they have outlined and they have like all the details written out and everything. So you know exactly where the money is going. It's usually benefiting students in other countries that need teachers and stuff like that. And so this particular project is uh, about hunger. The first uh, project I worked with them on, they were having students trace their hand and then cut it out and then decorate the hand mm-hmm. and then send it in. And like so they'd have groups of coming in from different schools all over the country and all over the world and of all these paper hands mm. the kids had decorated and sent in. And for each hand, I think a dollar and ninety cents, they donated to this project that was going on down near Nicaragua. Wow, cool! And up to a half million dollars. Wow! So. This year, uh, this particular season, uh, the the theme is hunger. So um, all the uh, L.A. street art gallery um, and Paint the Town podcast artists that we've been meeting with, we'd like to challenge them to do a piece on the street that has to deal with hunger. You know, it can be any way of looking at it, you know, any way of trying to uh, bring awareness about it. Um, Maybe something that has to do with health and, you know, um, hunger, you know, eating is part of that. I think, anything, anything. I think Dave Navarro got that started a little bit too with his. Uh, um, I think he said sent out some stickers to anybody who's willing to like buy a meal for some homeless people. You know, you know, I mean, basically. Nice. Yeah, I was just at his like place that. the other yeah. day, and we were. Um, I was telling him about it, and so 
yeah, this is this is the first episode of this season, and we're going to continue every episode. I'm going to bring this up and mention it. And um, any uh, any of you uh, graffiti artists or street artists in LA that have uh, that fuck with us or that are have been on the Paint Town podcast or are part of the LA Street Art Gallery community, um, anytime that you do a piece that has to do with hunger and you put it up in the street, make sure you tag us, okay? And then oh, that will be LA Street Art Gallery or Paint the Town Podcast or all of the above. Both of us, all of us, and students rebuild. And students and rebuild. students rebuild. You tag students rebuild, um, Paint the Town Podcast, and LA Street Art Gallery, and um, let's uh, let's get some images out there, man. And students. that's for 2020. That's for 2020 Perfect. season of their project and. I don't know the exact amount, but they will be getting. Um, yes, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna follow it right here. Yeah, Stu- it's just students rebuild basically. And yeah, on Instagram. Uh, on, on Instagram, Instagram yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, we'll be, you know we'll be mentioning it uh, throughout the season basically too, um, of just like uh, uh, you know more stuff that we want. We we really want to kind of like um, the second season has been really really great for us because so many people gave us a lot of feedback and uh, you know we have a lot of great helpers now too. We want to kind of just have some meetups so the artists that have been on the podcast and, uh, you know, their fans can all kind of collaborate. We, we don't really have, like, a date in mind yet, but we'll get that to you guys as soon as possible. Um, uh, yeah, anything yeah, else? Dude, last, last season we went international. Yeah, yeah. We went so, to Shanghai um, and we went to uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Germany. Nuremberg. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, we're we're going to shoot some – we're going to shoot some uh, – uh, video content um, this season international too so you have all that to look forward to yeah we basically. got some big projects that are developing right now that I'm not going to talk about that uh, yeah we have to develop some more before yeah but um, a lot of stuff coming up and uh, developing but, let's uh, uh, let's end it with uh, uh, w- one more uh, sticker how about that because uh, we're getting to about an hour and this then time truth right. I want you to blindly reach in there and pick one sure. up and quick about this one Okay. Uh, vulnerability is stronger oh, yeah. than having a stiff upper lip. Yes. Uh, I grew up in a very, uh, very supportive household, but also a little bit overprotective. Mm. I was talking about like keeping a straight face, oh, not yes. being able to talk about your stuff. Also, I feel like uh, the English use a lot of the idea of a stiff upper lip. Read a lot of English literature. Mm. Yes. That's where that came from. I just really love that expression and the vulnerability <laughs> we were talking about in acting class one day uh, with Tammy. And I remember leaving that class and I was like, I have to write this down. And I wrote it down and. How does vulnerability help you as an as a artist, actress? Just curious. I mean, like, um, I have to be completely vulnerable in both my writing and my acting because basically, at the end of the day, I uh, I have to be able to explore all of myself and know who I am as a person and what I have to say and what's going on emotionally and physically, and then use that to serve the art. Mm. Instead of protecting it and keeping it right, uh, from I'm being exposed. Exactly. Wow, I've n- exactly. that's that's so eloquently put. And let me tell you something because being vulnerable for me, I think a lot of times is it's kind of scary. It's you know, very like, scary. You know what for I mean? Me too. Yeah, I it's mean, like being naked in front of a crowd of people sometimes. I mean, that's not I mean? scary. It's you know like, what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I make an analogy. It's it's it's, it's a rough scary. analogy. <laughs> uh, I have I have problems being vulnerable in my real life, but okay. in my work, it's quite easy for me. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. No, yeah. because a lot of times you can play a character and then you can kind of express emotion as that character, right? I think, but in yeah, real life... a certain type of freedom. Yeah, but I think yeah. in real life sometimes you have to maintain like an image or whatever, like, like a she reputation. Was saying, she yeah. was raised, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, this is kind of the same in my household, you know? We didn't talk a whole lot about emotions and feelings and stuff mm. like that. Mm. 
um, pretty much keeping the stiffer upper lip. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right, reach in there. All right, lady. last Grab one, and one we're gonna more. Uh, for the home stretch. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, let's do a long one. Oh God. Okay. Because <laughs> we get to hear from your voice. You know, we don't get to hear. Right. Usually, yeah, we just read in our own heads. <laughs> Hands on the wheel, grip tighter. It hurts. My knuckles are white, clench harder. My hands throb, cramping. Just make it home, I repeat to myself. Just make it home. Tears are streaming down my face. I can't see. Vision blurred, chest heaving. I pull over. The world is spinning. I can't hold on to it. Focus gone. A big mess. Me. I rest my forehead on the steering wheel. Exhale. I suck. The sobs won't stop. What do I do? You did this to yourself. It's your fault. You're such a fucking asshole. Stop it. Stop crying. You can't sleep here. Just make it home. Wow. Jeez. What I happened? So I mentioned earlier that my mother had picked me up from jail before. So I... I don't know. I remember you mentioning that. I, I said well, it kind of <laughs> off the cuff when we <laughs> were Maybe in the other about, room when before no, we came in. I talked about <laughs> it off the cuff. We were talking about the last time we painted a box in Sherman Oaks. And I was like, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time my mom's picked me up from jail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. See, I do that a lot. <laughs> I'll, like, throw shit out. I thought you were like, kidding. No, that was for real. Remember, yeah. And the story gets better. Um, so this, I, I mean, I have issues with alcohol. Um, I love to drink, but I have to watch it because I will imbibe too much sometimes. What's your poison? Uh, everything. Oh, so as long as it's alcohol. Lately it's been wine. It used to be beer. Before that it was whiskey. Um, this was written when I was about 21, 21, 22. I was going out a lot. I was also mixing medication with alcohol, which wasn't good and there was a big chunk of time where like there are pieces of my early 20s that I don't necessarily remember because mm. I was on a lot of antidepressant medication mixed with and anti-anxiety medication mixed with alcohol oh wow which I'm not on any of that anymore because I felt like a zombie mm-hmm. and I was like this isn't gonna work for me mm. I can't do anything um yeah. I've been there before right so this particular <laughs> <laughs> we can yeah get into you know that. we all have um <laughs> This was one time when I was really drunk and I should not have been driving. And uh, I remember I was driving down Burbank Boulevard just trying to get home, but I knew that I was too drunk and I shouldn't have been driving. But I was like five minutes away from the house. And Burbank I, cops are no joke. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't far from one of the police stations. And it was right by the college out there. And I turned off and I had to stop. And I just remember, like, this is this is me going through this experience, this particular yeah. poem. Like, hands on the wheel, I'm gripping, I'm crying, because I know I shouldn't be driving, but I can't park here. And I also know that if I park here and I fall asleep in the back of my car, I could still get arrested, because I'm very drunk right now. So, I mean, all of this was a stupid decision. I know this. Um, I am not proud of a lot of that, but it happened and it influenced all of this, so... Well, you know what's crazy, man? I would have never known that that's like a uh, drinking story, man. Can I can I see that real yeah. quick? You know, a, I'm I'm just saying, like, I just want to. Well, that's the driving home, me mad at myself yeah. because I'm so drunk and I should have left my car somewhere and called Lyft, but I'm stubborn and I'm like, I just want to sleep in my bed. Like, I don't want to sleep on my friend's couch. I want to go home. No, I'm fine. No, no, I'm totally fine. I can totally drive. Like, it's cool. No, what I what I love so. about this is like honestly, it's you know and. Good artists, good lyricists, they do this. They can type a general situation and make you relate to it in your own way. Like when you said something, when, when right here, when you said, "What did I do? You did this to yourself. It's your, it's your fault. You're such a fucking asshole." 
That's like shit I say to myself all the time. Uh, yeah, I think everybody does. <laughs> I know I do. I do, I do too. too. I'm like, you so, fucking it. asshole. It's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. As an art, no, it's so, it's so good to hear that, guys. No, seriously, because it's like, no, I mean, you know, for me, it's like, I love smoking weed, right? But sometimes you hit that bowl and you get that like real quick flashback and you're like, God, I'm such a fucking asshole. <laughs> for whatever, it could be something stupid, but I'm just saying it's so relatable. And that's what I'm saying. Good artists, they like take an emotion and then it's like, you would have never known this is about like, hey, I'm too drunk to drive. You're such a fucking asshole, which totally makes sense, too. You know what I mean? But you can relate it to yourself. And man, that's what I love about your work, man. Seriously, Thank you're going to you're going to uh, go far with this movie. I can tell, man. And like, just let us know when we can support you in the Thank LA you. Shore Gallery community, man. And I'm so uh, grateful to be here. Thank you for having no, me. No, definitely. We're so happy to have you, man. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we're coming up on an hour, man. I mean, we're going to have truth back for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, so can you tell people? Uh, your complicated Instagram name again. Yes. <laughs> also, I made a website over Christmas, finally. Oh. So it's uh, truthstreetpoet.com. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Street poet. I yeah. like that. I like so that. So if you, anyone would like a wall painted, some stickers, I'll have stuff. I'm going to start making art to sell eventually. We're getting there. Awesome, you know, awesome. You Instagram. Know, oh, go for it. No, I was just saying we should like probably put together like for our meetup like just like all the artists that have been on like just have everybody submit like a small piece and then at least you know, you know for our meetup so we're, we're working on that this year man yes and uh, we'll announce more as we kind of get to it but um all right so we have truthstreetpoet.com mm-hmm. right truth t-r-u underscore t-h period underscore and the film instagram is at spell it out in neon spell it out in neon yep nice, nice. i like that all right, guys. So thank you so much. Um, follow us at PTTP Show. Uh, leave, leave us, us a, a review. There you go. Leave <laughs> us a review. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and we appreciate everybody that's already left us a review. And this is season three. We have a lot of exciting things uh, in store for you guys. So tune in and uh, thank you very much. Take care. Love you guys. Peace. You. Peace. And in-